0: It's been really interesting times in the rice industry, I guess in my 25-odd years, uh, where we've seen crops of around a million tonnes come through when there's been water around. And without water, of course, uh, we're back producing way less than 100,000 or even 50,000 tonnes. But after a series of droughts, we're seeing a bit of water come back into system. So it will be really interesting to see how producers respond to that with a big global production backdrop. Uh, Elena, what do we think we'll see in the rice industry this season? Absolutely. Hats off to the rice producers for getting through uh, what has been a particularly difficult year. Um, I mean, not to downplay it, but rice is a, a relatively small or niche industry and a tonnish tonnage basis in Australia, um, producing on average around a half a million tonnes a year. But as you rightly noted, there's big annual fluctuations in that production from uh, anything over a million tonnes to the very small uh, growing season of last year, where only 4,000 hectares of rice was estimated to have been planted. So that creates challenges for our producers who are obviously trying to manage and balance agronomic conditions and requirements with water availability and cost, but also challenges for our rice marketers and exporters as they look to manage their supply chain into key markets. It's probably worth noting that on average, Australia exports around 300,000 tonnes of production. So, you know, we are a very heavily reliant export industry for rice and exports really are the key to profitability through our rice production system. Recent um, pandemic period and the panic buying that we saw throughout supermarkets happened not just in Australia but all over the world and that actually represented an opportunity for rice and for rice traders with the price really skyrocketing rather through uh, the month of April. Now, that came at a pretty inopportune time for Australian exporters because there just wasn't much right in the system. And unfortunately, uh, export orders had to be filled in the end through imports from, from other nations being balanced out with what Australia had on stockpile. And that price is not just driven, I should say, by the, the stockpiling impact or, so rather, the panic buying impact. It was also driven by what was happening in some of the world's key rice trading companies. And using Vietnam as, as the major example, we saw some strict export quotas being imposed through the months of April due, due to concern about domestic supply and making sure that there was enough going to be in the system there for their domestic consumers, really causing prices to spike. But what we've seen is those prices really plateau and come off uh, from April through to June as those export quotas were lifted in full during May. Vietnam is the world's third largest rice exporter, so you can understand why that had such a major impact on it, on prices globally. And while those, while those rice bro- prices sorry, were so out of whack um, with other grain prices over the same period, uh, we do expect that they're going to be um, now perhaps on a bit of a, a downward or neutral trend over the year to come. Now, one of the things driving that is a record production year. We're expecting globally rice production to be up by around 8 million tonnes to a total crop of over 500 million tonnes. That does put the Australian crop into perspective. Now, it's mostly going to be driven by increased plantings and improved yields through some big producing countries like China, Thailand and other parts of Southeast Asia. And we do expect also that the major importing nation will continue to be the Philippines, who... Uh, whilst a reasonably big producer, have a great import need and won't be um, producing so much this year, given the local climatic conditions that are being experienced over there. So we're anticipating, not unlike other grains, that consumption and trade um, will not outpace production and that we're going to be left with a higher ending stock at the end of the season. That's ahead of us. And so world stocks being up is, of course, going to put pressure on pricing and contribute to that downward and neutral trend in rice in Australia. Alanna, rice production in Australia has always been heavily reliant on the cost and availability of irrigation water, which has meant that Australia is heavily reliant on imports. Do you think that this is likely to continue, or do you see Australia becoming self-sufficient in rice production? In short, Michael, I would say no. No probably unlikely that we will see Australia become self-sufficient in rice uh, anytime soon. The premium that we receive for our value-added rice products throughout the world really is um, the underpinning factor to, to profitability through the rice supply chain for everyone from our exporters through to our producers, particularly as increasing cost of production and water costs and competition with other crops start to play out. We're going to need those high export prices and those premium markets to, to really keep that rice production system along.